Welcome back to Spartan Pride Podcast. Fans First Sports Network. Jonathan Schomp previewing a big one. Michigan State at Indiana. Noon on Saturday. A big one only because it's the second to last game of a very long season for both football teams. Michigan State 3-7, and seven, as you know, wins over Central Michigan, Richmond, and Nebraska. Indiana... Three and seven wins over Indiana State, Akron, and somehow a win over Wisconsin. Oh boy. On that note, Wisconsin, um, they're going to have a hard time getting to six and six. They are a five and five team. They have Nebraska this week and then at Minnesota next week. So that's not a great team necessarily that Indiana beat there. Don't get too excited. These two teams are going to play on Saturday. It's very possibly the final home game for Tom Allen. Allen seems to be widely liked. I even heard a on-air commentator talking about how great a coach Tom Allen was. I'm not exactly sure what he meant. If you're going by win-loss record, that would not be the case. Allen is 33-47 and 47 coming into this one. 18 and 41 in the Big Ten Conference. It's very possible that Tom Allen will be relieved before much longer and certainly before December. He knows that. That's a big piece of news in Bloomington this week as the landscape of college football continues to spin out of control. It's not really clear where a guy like Tom Allen fits. Michigan State on the other side. Harlan Barnett's finishing up a season that um, he kind of let get away from him as far as what it could have been. Certainly let that get away during the Maryland-Iowa games and then the Rutgers game. It, it crashed on him hard. Michigan State looking for a second Big Ten win. This one's going to kick off at noon. We're going to preview it in full on this edition of the Spartan Pride Podcast. The other day somebody wrote in asked me, how long have you been doing this kind of stuff this outlook moving forward kind of stuff i think the first one was written in 2009 so that's how long we've been looking ahead to these ball games nothing new they all count one some mean more some don't this one could get interesting in a bad way (laughs) total defense wise this is not a fantastic um or I should say, total offense-wise, this is not this is not good. Michigan State, 121st in total offense. Indiana, not a whole lot better. 107th. 107th. So this is not one we're looking for some kind of offensive explosion. Michigan State should have a better time blocking this week. You would think that they would have a better opportunity to block. But I think the strength of Indiana's team is actually what I've seen, which is probably more Indiana football this year than than would be prescribed. Uh, What I've seen is that they do have some athletes on defense. So if you're looking for a measuring stick for Indiana, can Michigan State move the ball? When we're talking about the wide receivers, there's like three things maybe that they, they basically need to do. One is separate from pass catching, and that's block. The other is separate and catch the ball. There has been a limited development in Michigan State wide receivers. 
it's not clear if it's just the competition because they're not quite up to the level of so many top 10 opponents that the Spartans have played this year or if they are either not taking or not being coached effectively. But for the love of wideouts, you would hope to see a better performance this week against Indiana with whoever they run out there. There's some guys deep in Michigan State's roster that probably deserve a chance to play, and we may see them here in the final two weeks because they may have some redshirt games left to burn, if you recall. At this time, you get four games plus a bowl to burn your redshirt. So defensively, and obviously, Kate Hauser's going to be the quarterback as far, as far as we know. If Noah Kim comes back, that would be a pleasant surprise uh, returning from some kind of injury, but let's not think much of it. Kate Hauser, it's time to find out, again, what else you got? This is Indiana. If Kate Hauser wants to be the kind of quarterback he wants to be, it's time to show some progress and go ahead and maybe make some plays and, and do some things against the 84th ranked total defense in the country. Defensively, Michigan State, 58th total defense right now. Indiana, like I said, just horrific with total offense. Not a good offensive team. They did score 45 in that late, late, really thrilling loss at Illinois last week. That was a thriller. I did see a good bit of that one. It was fun to watch. They're going up and down the field. And Indiana comes up short on that one. So, yes, Indiana's not a good offense, but they did just score 45 last week. If you look at the comparison-wise, when's the last time Michigan State scored 45? Against Richmond in September. So, defensively, Michigan State's going to maybe need a little more here than you would think looking at it on paper because you're coming off of you're, you're going up against a team that did just move the ball very well against a decent opponent in Illinois. We've seen some development on all three levels. What I really would like to see is Michigan State's front four get to the quarterback on their own. How much can you do rushing three or four? If you can do a lot, you could start turning this game. You can absolutely start turning this game in your favor. Special teams wise, the adventure continues. I don't know what else to say. Michigan State has been so up and down, really, really painfully down so many times this year with special teams mistakes and some ups really with kicks. There's been some good punts. There's been some really good, um, obviously more, more, more good kicks from Jonathan Kim than anything. This has been a chance for a lot of guys to hit the field, start their career at Michigan State, start their college career. I would look for that to continue as far as this specific game, do no harm should be the mantra for the special teams coming into it. Michigan State special teams has been so erratic, you would think that Indiana would have somewhat of an edge. Again, if Michigan State special teams can really just not do any damage, that would be a positive step forward. We are previewing Michigan State at Indiana on the Spartan Pride Podcast. Intangibles, intangibles, intangibles. They come into every single game. They just do. They always do. They will this week. And we talked about the pick six for the week. There's some intangibles at play there. Intangibles are at play here. Intangibles. Not the silly spittoon, for God's sake. Who cares about the brass spittoon? I'm not sure 
what happens to that thing during the years that Michigan State and Indiana don't play, which will be in the future. But yeah, this is a trophy game. So if you want to get behind that, go for it. I would more get behind the fact that Indiana's probably a little salty about coming up short last week. Knocks them out of any possible bowl eligibility with the seventh loss. So you could look at it and say, well, Indiana's toast. They probably think their coach may be toast. They may not show up. I don't think so. This whole LEO thing that Tom Allen's had, love each other, it's built for days like these. I would look for Indiana to come out with more spirit than Michigan State, um, probably for that reason. Spartans playing for personal development, as Harlan Barnett said. I, I don't know how much value that has right now for a roster that has no idea who their coach will be. And um, it's hard to ask college kids to be professional. They're not professional yet. So intangible-wise, I would think that there'd be an edge to the Hoosiers. One-on-one-wise, I would prepare for a little disappointment. I think you're going to see a little more athleticism out of Indiana and maturity, at least physical maturity, than you would expect. Um, I don't want to repeat this again, but coming into 2023, at the end of November, after Mel Tucker was hired, you would have been banking on Michigan State having a pretty clear physical advantage and being one of the top three teams physically in the Big Ten East. That's not the case. Um, There are some good signs out of the nine four-star recruits that come in with this class that started here in 2023, but I'm telling you, Indiana has a couple of athletes, so I would expect this one to be pretty even one-on-one. Coaching-wise, you're going to have some desperation from the Hoosiers. It seems uncertain what's going to happen from here. I honestly don't know whether it would be a good idea or bad idea for Indiana to move on from Tom Allen. Um, I would think that if they did, it would only make sense if they went much younger. But I don't know that it's the right idea. I I actually think it it would be kind of nice to see somebody play out their contract. You know, Uh, he signed a big one after a 2020 season that saw Indiana go six and two for whatever that's worth. Um, they actually finished again. What 2020 is not even a full season. They finished ranked 12th or 13th in the country, second in the Big Ten East. Okay, since then they have won a total of nine games. So, go figure on that one. Overall, this is Senior Day for Indiana. For whatever that means, it does always mean a little something. I don't know what kind of motivation Michigan State has. They could really use an outstanding game from Kaden Hauser, a game that sends a clear message and demonstrate, and message this, message that, forget what you send, demonstrate that you are a big-time quarterback in the making. If that happens, that would get some people's attention, and you'd think, oh, there is something here to build off with Kaden Hauser. He can play at this level. Now, whether he plays at Michigan State or elsewhere next year, that's another conversation probably for the depths of winter after Michigan State has named a new head coach. But for now, that's what I would be looking for. This is a potential quarterback game. What can you do from the quarterback position? What can you do to get some guys to play better than they probably think they can play? What can you do to inspire 
and to kick some tail around the guys that are running pass routes to get open and catch the ball. It's going to be a good one. This could be a good one for Kaden Hauser and a good one for that kind of development. That's probably the lead. That's probably what I'm looking for most. It could be a long day if you're talking about points. When you've got total offenses 107 and 121, you're not expecting a giant shootout. Not expecting a shootout at all. When you look at the scoring offense numbers, Michigan State is 127 out of 130 teams. Indiana is 106 out of 130 teams. I'm not telling you to take the under because I don't know what the over-under is. I'm just telling you not to expect a high-scoring high flyer. With that being said, watch Murphy's Law kick in and watch us come back on Monday and talk about a game well into the 30s or above that turned into some kind of wild shootout for the old brass platoon. <laughs> you never know. That's what makes it fun. 12 o'clock, high noon, Michigan State and Indiana. We'll be back on Monday to talk about it on the Spartan Pride Podcast, part of the Fans First Sports Network.